What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to What She Said. My name is Candace Sampson, and when I first took over What She Said in January 2020, I jokingly asked in the intro, what could possibly go wrong? And then 2020 said, let me show you. My life has been a country song ever since, but then again, so is everyone else's right now. Thankfully, through this podcast, I get to meet the most amazing women in Canada and around the globe and share their stories with you. What She Said is here to talk about anything and everything under the sun as interpreted by and through the perspective of women. Because honestly, we've heard what he said for long enough. If you like what you hear, be sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. Today's show is coming right up. When the world went into lockdown in March of this year, hidden talents were exposed everywhere as women looked to combat boredom and keep depression at bay. Some of us discovered we were baking queens, others explored knitting and needlepoint. Large swaths of the population went back to school to chase degrees and new career opportunities. And a lot of us found ourselves on TikTok. Pre-COVID, TikTok was still largely considered a Gen Z social app But the pandemic changed all that and everyone from first-time moms to senior citizens found themselves connecting and creating community virtually. My next guest started her TikTok account in April and as of this recording has amassed 4.8 million followers. Dubbed the CEO of facial expressions, it's not hard to see why people flock to her. She is all at once funny, warm, self-deprecating, smart, beautiful, and thoughtful. Simply put, you can see her as your best friend, and let's face it, we could all use another best friend right now. Meet Chris Collins, aka Call Me Chris, on TikTok. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So I I really, I think I just want to start maybe in February of 2020. Tell me what life was like in February of 2020 for you. Yeah, I mean, I was just working from home. I'm a hairdresser. So that's what I was doing. And then yeah, COVID started to kind of come about and started to become a thing, but everybody didn't think it was anything. And then then March hit the beginning of March, and then everything kind of went, went sideways. (laughs) So you're operating a business out of your home. Obviously, we go into lockdown, you can no longer have people come into your home. And you've lost your your job essentially yeah yeah exactly I had no job um had nothing to do really so yeah I was just um hanging out in my house like everybody else basically and then just trying to figure out what to do so that's kind of where TikTok came in (laughs) okay so now were you on TikTok before this no no I wasn't on TikTok I didn't even know what it was to be honest I kind of heard about it and then yeah I just uh my brother had it and he always told me about it and I just thought it was like some silly dance app so I was like well I can't dance so like I'll never join that app but then he said no it's more than that just go check it out so then I joined and yeah (laughs) and so when you got on at first were you nervous to jump in and start sharing or or like you know I'm on it I think I I have four videos I'm wildly popular I'm sure you don't I'm sure you yes Yes, I I don't know what I'm doing but I I tell you when I get on it I can't get off I just keep oh no so addictive so what was your first sort of 
you know, when you first started doing it, did you just jump in or did you watch and observe? Um, I probably spent three days just watching constantly. I went down that black hole that everybody goes down with TikTok. I didn't sleep for three days. It was just like, <laughs> it was just trying to figure it out. And then I was like, oh, there's a, definitely a comedy side to TikTok. And I kind of resonated with that. So I was just like, okay, well, I kind of used, I used to like to do little skits and that kind of thing. So I just, yeah, I just jumped right in. I didn't really care because I was like, nobody's going to see this. So whatever. And then I just, and then people started to see it. So. <laughs> Okay, so you say you used to do little skits. Was that, like, where? Is that just for friends and family you made laugh? Or? Oh, yes. Yeah, literally just, like, friends and family. I used to be on Vine a little bit, and I did, like, Vine stuff. And I had a very old YouTube channel that I did some stuff on there, but hardly anything. And then I always wanted to kind of do something on youtube because we didn't really have a platform like tiktok and then tiktok's just so great because it can be quick and short and people have such short attention spans now so it's just it's a great app for that kind of stuff and yeah so i was like i'll try this out okay so let's let's uh, talk about the tiny hands because that seems to be a big part of everything you do so what what prompted you to start using that? Just a moment and that was it? it off? Oh, yeah. It was literally like 2 a.m. in the morning and I was on TikTok naturally. And then I was going through Amazon and just looking up like funny props I could use in my videos. And I came across tiny hands and I was like, this could be funny. So I ordered them for one day shipping because I got Amazon Prime. And then I got them the next day and just started using them and people just love them. So and now it's become like a trend on TikTok to use the tiny hands. So it's, it's kind of funny, funny because to see. I watch, you know, I said, Occasionally, see you go to your mailbox because people send you things now. And I, you, so what do you do with all the tiny hands that are sent to you? <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I still have them. I don't do anything with them. I should probably give them away, to be honest, because a lot of people ask for them. So maybe I'll do that. But I have so many tiny hands so <laughs> that I don't need. <laughs> okay, so I think my feeling is, you know, because again, I get on and I start following and I'm watching what you do. And I think why you, I was drawn to watching your videos is that you come across with a lot of sincerity so, and you, you touch on things that are not comedic. Uh, you did one uh, about, well, you do a, quite a few on mental health. So what compelled you to start talking about that openly? Um, I kind of... I, it kind of came about with a really bad day I was having. I, I've just come out of um, recovery from it. I, I'm still kind of in it, but recovery from an eating disorder and uh, uh, getting help for my depression and all that kind of stuff. And then um, I saw people messaging me just saying how much I'm helping with their either depression or something that they're going through and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, maybe maybe people need to see that I'm I'm not – perfect. I'm not always happy. And like, it's, it's very much okay not to be okay some days. So and that's kind of what that first video was about. Just like, hey, you are valid, you can get help if you need help and that kind of thing. And, and, and it really I didn't, I, I expected to get some hate from it, to be honest, because I because I am like the funny girl on TikTok. So I didn't want people to think I was asking for any sort of attention or anything like that. Um, but it was it, it was received very positively and I think people resonated with it a little bit and I think it humanized me a little bit to people so they don't think I'm just like this high energy crazy person all the time. Um, Well I think the reason that you know is because maybe perhaps you know we were in 
lockdown and uh, mm -hmm. mental health has, you know, we're sort of, the, we're dealing with this tsunami of mental health issues right now because of this. And I think that's why it did resonate with people. So are you making this something that you talk about regularly to keep it um, at the forefront of, of your platform? Yeah, I, I've, I've kind of made it um, part of my content now. It's obviously not every single video because I know a lot of people do follow me for the comedy and stuff, and I do enjoy doing that. Um, but I think it's, it's a very important topic that it is being talked about, but I don't think it's being talked about enough by, big, by bigger um, influencers on, on, on these platforms. And I, I think it's important because people can look at – me or look at other people that are dealing with this and and know that uh, like it's okay and you are able to get help and that kind of thing because I know when I was in my darkest place like I didn't want to talk to anybody and all I was doing was going through social media and doing that kind of stuff so if I saw somebody which is actually what helped me I started talking to more of a bigger influencer when I was like not that I'm somebody now but when I was kind of like a nobody and and they I saw that they were dealing with the same thing as me and they helped me through that and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can help at least like one person maybe go through, go through this or find the light at the end of the tunnel. So, so yeah. I think this is, this is a, a little bit of a crazy journey. So let's start at the beginning. Yeah. You start out with zero followers. <laughs> when did you, at what moment did you say, this is insane? I, I mean, was it, was it a thousand followers? Was it 2000? When, when did you start to really notice, oh my gosh, what's happening? Yeah. So, I mean, even when I hit a hundred, I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> but I think it was when I hit, I hit 5,000. I went from 1,000 to 5,000 in like a day. And I was like, what is going on? Like, that was crazy. And I made a post just like with the green screen behind me, like, thank you so much. I don't understand why, but thank you. And then from there, <laughs> it was like 5,000 a day. And then it was 10,000 a day and 20,000. And then it literally has just continued since that day that I got to 5,000. So, and I haven't right been able to keep up. We are, you are at uh, 4.8 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where these people are coming from, but I, I'm very grateful and everything. Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I just post every day and I just try to be myself and I just post what I think is funny. I'm kind of all over the map. I don't really do the same thing every, every single day, but I think people I talk a little bit about that it. just being yourself then, because I've been in, you know, worked in the influencer field for, you know, I'm one of the OG mommy bloggers from a long time ago. I understand how this all works. And so it's always interesting mm -hmm. to be watching this uh, happen on a new platform. Because with this uh, comes uh, sponsorship offers and expectations yeah. and, and also enormous pressure, yes. so, which can also weigh on your mental health. Uh, mm -hmm. So what, how are you sort of managing through this right now? Yeah, so that's definitely been a struggle and a trial and error kind of thing for me right now because I still do work full time with my regular job and I'm kind of in the transition of possibly doing this full time. We'll see what happens with TikTok and the ban and all that kind of stuff. We'll see. But um, I have gone back to therapy and all that kind of stuff because I need to keep that in check. Um, I need to find balance with my regular life because that for a long time there, probably for a couple months, I was just so focused on 
people pleasing for everybody. Like I was like, I have to post every day. People are going to be so disappointed if I don't. And the videos have to be good. And you kind of get into that mindset where like, you don't want to disappoint your followers. So, but I've just gotten flooded messages that it, people are saying, you can take a day off. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and then in my brain, I'm like, okay, that's really nice that you say that. But like, I don't need to take a day off. I'm fine. <laughs> so the support's there. And I know if I do need to take some time off, I definitely can. So that's, that's really nice to know. <laughs> so what, it, what kind of um, offers have you received that you thought, where did that come from? You know? Yeah. Yeah. My first one was, I think it was like a clothing company in Canada. I'm from Canada, right? Obviously. And um, I was like, Oh, and I, I, I wasn't even at, a million yet. I was probably in like 700,000 or something like that. And I did that. And then I got some other companies coming forward and now it's just like spiraled now. And I don't know how to handle any of that because I've never been a social media person at all. So luckily I have had help from representatives that I've teamed up with recently. So that's been super helpful, but it's super um, overwhelming. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I giggle a little bit when I watch some of your videos and I see that you're, you're you know, you're, you're sort of wooing Red Bull. Have they bitten? Oh, yeah. yeah, I've actually, I actually am talking to them on Monday. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to sponsor me or anything, but they sent me a bunch of free Red Bull and that kind of thing. It was just as a joke too. Like I didn't ever expect Red Bull to like talk to me at all. So that's, it's kind of funny that they reached out and they're like, hey, do you want some free Red Bull? Maybe we could talk. And I was like, sure. <laughs> So, so, I, yeah. I have in your bio um, that you have a boyfriend. And, I do. And, and how does, how, I, I never see him in your videos, so I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I have a boyfriend too. He's like, I don't want any part of your social life. I'm not interested. Uh, is it the yep. same thing for you? It definitely was at first. Um, just recently, he's kind of agreed to, he's been in a couple of my YouTube videos now. And now he's like, okay, I can maybe be in some of your TikToks because he's like, I think people just think I'm like a myth because I say that I have a boyfriend. They're like, where is he? He's not on Instagram. He's not here. So I'm like, okay, good. So now he'll start coming in. But um, yeah, we're, he, he, it's just so... I mean, it's crazy for me, but it's crazy for him too, because he's going through all this as well. I used to be the person on Instagram that only posted like once a day or once a day, once a year. <laughs> and um, now I'm just, I'm just constantly on social media. So we've, we've finally found some balance, but that took a while, definitely. <laughs> okay. And so one of the other things you do is you talk about your mom a lot. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so how does that translate to real life? Um, is there, does yeah. it create tension? Is your, does your mother laugh about it? Uh, um. Yeah, no, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. And honestly, I tamed down that comment, that, that content so much. Like, she was such a hard ass when I was <laughs> being raised. And she loves it. Like, she's just like, that's how parenting should be and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So, no, she she can't not laugh at it because it's all 100% true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. what are the really big positive moments that have come out of this from you, for you then? Um, definitely some of, like, the first couple of mental health videos that was that was really cool when I was like oh I could actually do something with this platform that's positive and um yeah that I could actually make a difference with something not just make silly videos and everything but I and also getting my first few messages from followers just saying that pretty big things like things like uh, you saved my life or like those kind of things that I would never ever assume that my stupid videos my silly 
facial expression videos would do. So I guess it's been a bit of a whirlwind, just little moments like that throughout this whole journey where it's like, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually making a difference in some people's lives, even though I'm, I'm just a girl in a basement suite <laughs> making videos. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure, though, I would imagine, to create these videos. So how do you uh, come up with all of these ideas? Yeah, I mean, uh, throughout my day, I'll either experience something or I will think of something and I just write it down. So I have a little journal with like a million different ideas. So I never run out of ideas. <laughs> and obviously, if I'm using an audio, that'll give me some inspiration and everything. But for original content, it's pretty endless with my family and friends and that kind of thing. So I'm sure one day I'm going to have a creator's block and I might need to take a week off and my brain's going to be fried, but that hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. <laughs> I laughed a little bit. I watched one of your videos that said, you know, somebody asked you what your setup was. And I think what I like about TikTok is that there is not really a big uh, barrier to entry because yeah. you talked about you, how you, uh, film your videos. So can you share that? Yeah, and I still do it the same way. I haven't changed it. I uh, film it on my little windowsill in my basement where it gets very little light. And then I use this like blue bottle I got from the dollar store like two years ago to put, put my phone against. <laughs> and then that's how I film it. It's just kind of like the windowsill is the perfect height to be right in front of my face. So and then I, I don't use a ring light or anything. And um, I just wait for a certain time of day when the sun's really... <laughs> in a good place and then that's when I make my videos in like those couple hours and then yeah so how many videos are you doing a day then uh, usually I I actually film most of my videos one or two days a week like I'll film like 10 or 20 in a day so I can not stress about it during the week and I just post them throughout the week sometimes I'll do videos here and there if I want to do at something or do that but yeah so but I post usually around like two to five a day okay. just depends on the day Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is going to, what do you see happening next then? Because tell me about your live last night because I missed it, but oh. I went over to your TikTok today and I saw a video you posted about it. So tell me about what yeah. that was. So I was live for about an hour and I was actually just about to log off of it. And um, some people were asking if I made money on TikTok and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I don't get money from TikTok because I'm in Canada, so I can't monetize my content. But I was like, if I get a brand deal, I do. But um, yeah, I, I make money through your guys' gifts on here. But unfortunately, TikTok takes, I think they take about 70 or 80% of it, right? So um, Sorry, people just started to say, yes, of course. Second, because I don't understand. So are you, with TikTok has a creator fund that they just started? And, and are you not yeah. eligible for that? No, because I'm in Canada. So is the so the, so the creator friends only for Americans? Only in the states and in the UK. Interesting. Okay, sorry. So keep going. Mm -hmm. So you 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 no can't tap into that. Okay. No, yeah. So I'm doing. I'm not necessarily doing it all for free, but kind of. I only make money if I do if I get a brand deal, right? So right. Um, and then I was just saying how if you get gifts on a TikTok live, uh, TikTok takes about eighty percent of it of your, the gift that they give you. So. Um, people just started saying, oh, let's send money to her PayPal. And then I was like, oh, well, you don't need to do that. But I appreciate it and everything. And then I was just saying how I, I would like to become a full-time creator, uh, but I just can't right now just like, because I can't quit my job right now and everything. And then 
that's it. That's all I said. And then for about an hour, donations just kept coming in and kept coming in on my PayPal and gifts. And I, I'm just going to try not to cry. I broke down and had like a panic attack because like, you just never expect that. You're, gonna make, you're making me cry. Sorry. Um, no, that's but yeah, great. Just like people would be so like generous and supportive and everything. And I was getting like flooded with messages and just super kind messages with donations. And yeah, I made quite a lot of money in just that little bit of time frame. And I just like, I'm still so in shock and overwhelmed from it. So sorry. I know. I think, <laughs> but yeah. Don't apologize for making me cry. It, it feels good to feel. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, 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 but I also think this is just a lovely testament to how you are connecting with people that they would do that because nobody wants to see you have to give this up because you bring a lot of joy to the people who follow you. You know, um, TikTok is obviously you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, there's um, tons yeah. of content. Um, and a lot of it is, frankly, just not very good. So you want something yeah. that you want to connect with something. You want something that's funny. You want to reliably go on. So I think this is a really big testament to how you are connecting with people. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just like, I, I guess I know that because I have 4.8 million followers. But I just, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that people really wanted me to do this, like, and, and just do this. So it's just... Yeah, it really it really opened my eyes and I was like, oh, maybe I could actually do this full time. Again, hopefully we'll see what with what happens with TikTok, but well, I'm sure I can. Say, so in typical 2020 fashion, you're on a yes. high last night with donations pouring in because people want you to do this full time. And then today we find out that Donald Trump is going to ban it in the yeah. show. What do you see the implications of that being for you, uh, being in Canada? Yeah. Well, 60% of my following is in the States. So, I mean, I read that on Sunday, it'll be uh, taken down from the app stores so people can't download it, but they can keep the app, I think, until November 12th until it gets possibly bought out or not right now. So right now we have like two months to, they have two months to figure it out, but it'll 100% affect me even though it's not technically getting banned in Canada because that's where most of my following is so I mean l luckily there's other platforms there's YouTube there's Instagram that all that kind of stuff but you like you work so hard to get like all those followers on that one app and obviously not all, everybody's going to follow you over to whatever apps that's just the way the cookie crumbles if you will and yeah so it's uh, this I never expected any of this though so I kind of always said every day, like, I'm like, if this goes away tomorrow, I will, will, will have been happy with my 15 minutes of fame. And if, if I made people happy, that's great. But we'll just see. We'll see what happens. So I know how this works from experience in the industry. But, you, you know, you started on TikTok and then you go and you, now, you're, now you, I follow you on Instagram. And so you're growing that account. Um, and then, you're, you know, you're growing your YouTube. And now it becomes you are managing and juggling multiple social media platforms, which creates a whole mm -hmm. other uh, stress in your life, really. Um, yeah. So are you getting help with managing these different platforms or is this still all you? That's still all me. <laughs> I still do all of that. So yeah, with comments and with, with uh, 
content and all that kind of stuff. That's that's still all me. So I maybe I should get some help with that. <laughs> that would be a smart idea. <laughs> well, I was going to say, but Kevin yeah. is a little bit of a slacker, and maybe you could get him helping you. Um, I think so, too. He takes all the credit. <laughs> Everybody loves Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and what does he do? Nothing. He even gets stuff. Nothing. Sits there, and he be, he's just cute. That's it. <laughs> Have you ever thought of starting a TikTok account for Kevin? Yeah, I 100% want to start one. Let's call me Kevin because it just makes sense. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to start one recently, but then I was like, I'll wait to see what happens with TikTok first and then <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so I want to talk one last thing then before we, we wrap up here is I, I'd like to talk about the people that you've connected with through um, TikTok, other creators. Uh, what has that been like for you? I mean, you're reaching out to people virtually. You never would have met them before. Um, yeah. How is that working? Yeah, it's been amazing. Like I've made some friends on TikTok that I'm going to assume will be lifelong friends because like we have so much in common. We, a lot of the people that make similar content to me and everything. And like, I'm talking with them every single day. We have stuff to relate on. And um, even, even some followers that I've made really good friends with and, and everything. So that's been really cool because I've always been the type of person that's a bit weirder so I don't have a ton of friends <laughs> so it's been kind of cool to make friends with people that appreciate my weirdness and they're also weird so <laughs> yeah that's been that's been amazing you are the queen of facial expressions <laughs> yes is, is this always uh you know is that always been for you no this that was just my followers I I guess I'm just a very expressive person because I just joined I they gave me that title of like quote unquote CEO of facial expressions. I just, it was given in my comments so much that I'm like, you know what, I'll put it in my bio for you guys because if that's what you guys want. And um, yeah, I just, I always watch Jim Carrey and Robin Williams and stuff. And I practiced their faces in the mirror and everything. So I guess that just translated through TikTok and <laughs> people gave me that name. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's absolutely fitting. Uh, your videos yeah. are great. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it was wonderful to have you here and I'm following along and rooting for you. I hope, uh, I hope TikTok continues to grow obviously for you and that yeah. get his way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but thank you so much for having me. I had a good time on here. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Chris. Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.